Hello everyone, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Chris. And this is the Audio Buffet. What's up, Jeremy? Oh, nothing, man. What's going on? Oh, you know, just hanging out. How are you doing, listeners? Cool. (laughs) 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 I feel like we're on like a Nickelodeon kids show or something. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Jeremy, we talked a lot about technology on this show. Uh, Pretty often we do. Well, that's because we both like technology. It's true. We're nerds. But we're not ashamed of that fact. Not at all. I was thinking the other day, though, I guess it's been a week or so. Mm Mm-hmm. We've become really dependent on technology in general. From the time you wake up in the morning until you fall asleep, you're pretty much relying on technology throughout the day. It's true. Even to wake up, most people can't manage to wake up without two or three or 17 alarm clocks going off. (laughs) Make multiple alarms on your phone. Exactly. Who owns a rooster anymore? No one. Nobody. Well, I guess a couple people. A farmer somewhere. Uh, otherwise, we'd have no more chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have them roosters. Need roosters to make some chickens. Need chickens to make chicken nuggets. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I doubt even the farmer is using the roosters as their wake-up mechanism. Yeah, that's true. So even they're reliant on technology. Of course, you think about the farms, and they've got like the the dairy farms. They've got all the automated milkers and stuff like that, and just kind of hook them onto the the cows' teats. And <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I'm trying to hold it, but I can't. But hey, that works. I said teats. You did say teats. Farmers also use technology whenever they're actually doing their farming. I've seen where they use the GPSs in their tractors and the tractors will actually follow along for the guys that have the big, huge fields of corn and wheat. Wow. It's pretty neat. Those things are really sophisticated. They're like half a million dollars for one of those huge John Deere tractors. Driverless tractor. Yeah, pretty much. That would be cool some ways, but I guess in other ways, if you had a rogue tractor, just kind of driving around (laughs) a drone tractor. Yeah, man, it's coming. I'm sure it is. Yeah. The farmer will be able to sit and watch TV while he drives his tractor and kind of looks out of the window. Yeah. Either that or the government will just own all the farms and we won't need farmers anymore. Monsanto. Yeah, well. (laughs) We're not going that direction today. Not today. Not today. No. I'm sorry, Heather. No conspiracies today. (laughs) What we are talking about today is the big question that's been rolling around in my head. Are we becoming too dependent on certain technologies? Granted, technology has done a lot of good stuff for us. There are certain technological advances that have genuinely made life as a human being better. Oh, yeah. And the the first one that I would even mention off the top of my head that's really helped mankind in general is electricity. Having electricity in the home. Uh, I find that sometimes like if there's a storm or the power goes out for some reason... I still have it in my body to walk up to a light switch and flick it on, even though I know that there's no power in the house. Yeah, I do the same thing. (laughs) You're like, oh, it's dark in here. I better look for that flashlight. Oh, click, click. (laughs) Ah, the light in the closet doesn't work. (laughs) Darn it. I need a flashlight to find my flashlight. Yep, exactly. Good thing I have my phone. It has, it's a battery. (laughs) Oh no, I need my, I need to charge it. Oh, dang. Yep. Yeah, I've gone so far as like if we do have a power outage, I'll take my phone out to my car and just plug it into the car charger just so I can have that. 
that juice oh yeah man kind of makes you think if we ever did get attacked with like an emp an electromagnetic pulse which would fry all the electronics and stuff and unless it was in a faraday cage well there's that yeah but you know not many people have those laying around I, I don't typically store my cell phone in there. It's usually stored in my jeans pocket. <laughs> totally not safe from electricity. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's true, though. Electricity has made a lot of things unbelievably simple. Mm-hmm. And also has complicated things as well. True. But think about cooking. Nobody has to go out and build up the fire just so they can boil water to you know clean themselves in the mm-hmm. morning or cook breakfast or anything like that. That's always the biggest annoyance for me if I go camping. It's like, I can't even have coffee until I've done work. (laughs) I have to wait. I have to work for my coffee? I have to wait even longer. First, I got up, and then you want to make your coffee. Yeah. Yeah, electricity, I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. I don't don't think that has any kind of negative connotations. Well, except that we have to pay for it. Well, there's that. (laughs) We talk about artificial lighting, though. Mm-hmm. Granted, that makes us able to be more productive later in the day, but what is that doing to our natural sleep cycles? Are we as diurnal as we're supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Realistically, we're not. I mean, even while we're recording this, it's dark outside. Mm-hmm. You know, we should probably be asleep if we're following the natural light cycles. Yeah, and that's not to say what Wi-Fi and all these other radio signals that are flying through the air, text messages and snapchats flowing through our bodies right now (laughs) yeah yeah i don't have any snapchats flowing through my body (laughs) that just sounds uncomfortable (laughs) but well you mentioned cell phones yes cell phones are one of the other things that were you know in two ways in particular really forefront in my mind when i was thinking about this question Mm mm-hmm one of which is just the ease of communication, mm-hmm. whether it be making a phone call or sending a text message. It's stupid easy to communicate with people now. Mm-hmm. Like if you wanted to send a letter to someone, let's say even in the late 1800s, if you yeah. wanted to send a letter to someone, it's going to take like a week. Dude, even the 1980s, it still took a couple days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have uh, a pen pal uh, who lived in Northern California, and mm-hmm. I lived in Virginia Beach, Virginia. So it was mm-hmm. only from one coast to the other coast. Yeah, it would take a good five days or so to get yeah. from my house to their house. And then if he wrote back, you know, it would take another five days. So it'd be like, you know, a solid half month between correspondence. <laughs> when you could have made that same text message in two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And he could have, like, responded back, or if I'd sent mm-hmm. him, like, a uh, Facebook message. I could have even seen if he'd seen it. <laughs> right? Like, oh, so he did read it. You just stick it in He's the mail just and just choosing have faith. not to mess not to message me back. <laughs> that jerk. Just, I don't even remember that kid's name. That's funny. It's probably my fault. I probably just didn't answer. Yeah, you were probably the last person not to answer. Probably. Back. <laughs> you can ask my grandmother. I'm terrible about responding to any even emails, dude. I don't respond to email, and that's almost as easy as a text message. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it, that you do bring up a really good point. Even shipping, the shipping technology that we have now, like if you get on Amazon and you buy something, you can get potentially one day shipping. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, and just a quick aside, if you're going to buy anything through Amazon, go to theaudiobuffet.com and click the Amazon link. We get a little bit of an advertising kickback for that. So. Yes, help us. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> this message brought to you by The Fly. <laughs> And what's the second thing that you were talking about with the cell phones? 
Well, the other one actually kind of goes along with emails and text messaging, and that is spell check. Oh, goodness. Dude, can you spell the word definitely right now? <laughs> D E F. It's about as far as I get to. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a silent J in there. <laughs> Definitively. <laughs> It's sad. Yeah. It's sad, dude. When I was in first grade, I got second place in my school spelling bee. Oh, snap. I can't spell a dang word anymore. <laughs> I can't either. If and it wasn't for autocorrect or at least that little red squiggly line, mm-hmm. people would think I'm an utter dunce. And the funny thing is, is that autocorrect can be your enemy sometimes. That is true. <laughs> I have gotten in trouble for, with autocorrect before. Oh, yeah. I've sent some <laughs> weird messages to people. <laughs> There's an absolutely amazing website with all the autocorrect fails on it. Oh, man. It's great. It's called damnyouautocorrect.com. Checking it out right now. Oh, actually, I'll wait. We're recording. Okay, yeah. Okay, just wait. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything on there is appropriate for younger eyes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But NSFW. Potentially okay. NSFW. We'll go there. Potentially. Okay. Yeah, but sometimes the autocorrect can really turn against you. And that's where technology can have its ups or downs as well. There is one thing that I think has been really, really important as far as technological advances. And that is modern medicine. Yep, yep. You know, whether you love or hate the FDA is kind of immaterial. The fact that remains is there are so many advances in modern medicine that have saved countless lives. Mm-hmm. Polio vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, we really don't have to worry about polio anymore, which is very nice. Yeah. And with all the vaccines and stuff that we have nowadays, uh, we're getting so much closer to eliminating a ton of other childhood illnesses, mm-hmm. which are great. There's definitely two sides to that coin, though. And oh, yeah. I know we have some listeners that will argue against vaccinations. We have some listeners that will argue vehemently for vaccinations. Mm-hmm. We're not going to take a side. We're just saying that what they are and what they've done, there have been some really good advances. Mm-hmm. I would say yes to that. That's the safe stance, right? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sweet. I don't want to get anybody ticked off. <laughs> Not y'all can take anybody off here. No, no. Y'all can uh, take up the debate between yourselves. <laughs> what else, man? Another thing that I would mention when it comes to technology that we've become dependent upon would be transportation. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We both just recently took six-hour car rides. I went to New York. You went to West Virginia. And mm-hmm. Can you imagine how long those trips would have taken if we had to either walk or ride a horse? I almost don't want to even think about it because you would have to take off like a month from work just yeah. to get there, see your family or whatever activity you're doing, and then take the time to come back to your home. Right. Yeah, and then if you're going to be traveling for that much time, you really kind of want to make the time you're there worth all that travel. Right. So if you're traveling for two months round trip, you're probably going to stay there for at least a month. Or longer. Or longer, yeah. yeah. So you're talking about an entire summer, mm-hmm. you know, three months stretch that you're going to be gone from everything that you usually do. I couldn't imagine being someone that was like a settler 
going out west and traveling across the Great Plains. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh, just in a car that's painful yeah. <laughs> and slow and agonizing. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about sending letters earlier. You know, think you know, Pony Express was fast. Mm hmm. And even that, it could still take a month to get from California back to the big city if they made it. You never right. know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You just trusted that guy to ride on it. Was it? Would it be one person that would have gone across the whole United States, or would it have been like a? They would do like relay. Relay, yeah, yeah. They would have the relay stations. They would have a fresh horse, and then at a certain point, they would have a fresh rider. Hmm. That would take the message on from that point. Well, that's neat. We should do an episode about the Pony Express. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. What else? All right, there's one major thing that has been in my life, and I use it just about, I don't know, three to five times a day. Tissues. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That is a good invention. (laughs) It's a great invention. Socks. I use those once a day. Sure. Unless I'm wearing flip-flops. But Then you wear them twice a day because they get dirty quicker. It is in my pocket. You wear socks in your pocket? Yes. That's weird, dude. <laughs> super weird. Car keys. Yes, I do use those. Uh, that, that's a good invention, too. Like unlocking your door, <laughs> being able to unlock your door from a distance or start your car. Oh, locks are great history, man. Mm. There's a great history of locks. No Sorry, more no. guessing for you. Oh. Google. <laughs> <laughs> Google's fantastic. We love Google. In a lot of ways. We're a little scared of Google in other ways, but... Mm -hmm. We love them and they know everything about us. How has Google revolutionized your life? You remember when you were a kid and you could like make up a story that you met some famous person and uh, they were your cousin or... (laughs) And I see them every day. They were born and they lived right down the street from me. Be like, Like, son, that guy lived in San Antonio. Yep. You can totally do that now. Like back then, that really wasn't an option unless you went to the library and decided to look up in the Encyclopedia Britannica. Dude, we had a massive encyclopedia set that I think was probably a good decade or two out of date, but <laughs> but we still had it and a lot of the information was still good. Mm-hmm. I liked encyclopedias. Oh yeah, we used to spend far more time than was probably considered cool <laughs> um, in the basement reading encyclopedias. Hey, man, that was the internet. It's true. We surfed the internet before it was cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that they were actual pages. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We risked paper cuts to get our knowledge. (laughs) How do you like me now? Now you risk nearsightedness. (laughs) That's right, in carpal tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) And weird thumb cramps from texting on your phone. (laughs) Right. Uh, But Google has been... I use it every day. Like if I, I don't retain information anymore because the information is in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even remember, can you? Nope. Can't even remember. So, uh, yeah, it's on Google though. I'm sure Google it knows. is. Google knows. Thank you, Google. Yeah. It's, it's kind of freaky. If you think about it, which actually brings up another facet to what we were talking about a minute ago too, with the transportation. Mm-hmm. I don't retain the directions to any location from any location. <laughs> I don't either. I can get to your house from my house mm-hmm. and home again. And you probably don't look at the street signs. No. 
No, I don't. <laughs> In fact, I've had to text you multiple times over the past couple of weeks to ask you what your address is. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I text you and I don't like write a letter because I don't know the street you live on. I still that don't, be, know, I don't what know what street you live that would, on. That would be weird if you wrote me a letter, but that's cool. You want me to write you a letter, Jeremy? If you want to write a letter, you can write a letter. I don't know that I want to invest in the stamp. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I mean, maybe I'll write you a letter and just hand deliver it. (laughs) I'll pay somebody to ride a horse here. (laughs) And then deliver a, uh, what do they call those? A telegram. Exactly. You can expect it in three to five weeks. (laughs) It kind of makes me wonder, like, what would happen if all the GPS apps and all the Garmin's and whatever device it might be that these people use... What if they all just stopped working? Man, I would just be constantly lost. A lot of people would just <laughs> wander around. <laughs> drive around until their cars ran out of gas and just start crying. Like I could just imagine in like a post-apocalyptic world where there are no GPSs, like cars just wandering around yeah. the roads and swerving back and forth, wrecks everywhere. Ugh. I got a sad story about that, actually. Oh, man. Do you want to tell it? A little bit. Cool. Um, Story time. (laughs) I was out driving, and the battery on my phone was running really, really super low. I had already gotten one notification, your battery power is low. Didn't have a car charger. Oh. Like, this is not good. Battery dies. I don't know where the heck I am. (laughs) I think I was, like, trying to go pick up something that I had gotten off Craigslist or something. So I was someplace completely unfamiliar. Had no idea how the heck to get out of this place. Spent a half an hour getting out of the neighborhood. Oh, geez. Because I couldn't find the exit. It's one of those really confusing neighborhoods that only has one entrance and exit. (laughs) Finally get out of the neighborhood, and I was like, I don't know how to get home from here. I drove here, but I used the GPS, and I wasn't paying attention. I had to find somehow. I just looked for like the busiest roads. I found a gas station, and I bought a car charger, and I sat in the parking lot until my phone had enough power to turn back on so that I could use the GPS and get home. Dude, that's a fantastic story. I'm not proud of that. but No, it's, a, it's cool, though, because probably if I wanted to retain it in my memory, I would go inside and get like a local map at a gas station. Yeah. And kind of glance at it and not buy it <laughs> because I know I would never use it again. But uh, I wouldn't retain the information, so yeah, I would have done the same thing. I remember back when you know MapQuest was the big thing. Oh, it was the junk. Man. Yeah, people would go online and print out their their directions before they left <laughs> Ten to go pages someplace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of directions. And if you were really baller, then you would print out the map too that oh, came along with man. it. Oh gosh, MapQuest. Yeah. They could have had it big in the GPS game, but they did not go towards that direction. Well, they invariably got you lost. Mm. So there's that too. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, we're in trouble if any of this technology goes away. (laughs) At least we are. (laughs) Well, yeah. Technology hopefully is, you know, here to stay and will stay benevolent and... And not become sentient. Yeah, we don't we, we don't need we don't need that. No, not at all. No. Becoming self-aware because then it's going to just decide that we're in the way of its progress and mm-hmm. purposefully get us to drive off a cliff and we'll say, "Okay, I'll do that." <laughs> or Which, reprogram all of the cars to drive off of cliffs. Yeah, well, that's exactly where I was going with it. Like that kind of freaks me out cuz if I'm ever hit it big or whatever and I have enough money to buy a Tesla, Mm. You better believe I'm getting a driverless option. Oh, that car's so sexy. 
It really is. Mm. I just got a little Matchbox car, a little Hot Wheels, uh, the, <laughs> the, the Model S, nice. and it's it's hot. I went and sat in one in the mall in uh, DC at Tyson's Corner. Oh, yeah. I went to the Tesla shop. Mm. Beautiful car. And you know something that I never, ever, 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 ever even thought about? What's that? Went to the hood of a Tesla, and they had the hood open. Guess what was in there? Nothing absolutely nothing it's beautiful isn't it? <laughs> so you have two trunks exactly yeah it's great all of the batteries are on the bottom of the car it's brilliant it's absolutely brilliant and that's what, what i was talking about when we were mentioning the tesla in one of our last episodes is they could have made that thing look so stupid yeah easily because there's nothing there mm-hmm. it could have just been this little bubble driving down <laughs> the like, road yeah. <laughs> the tesla b <laughs> bubble <laughs> the Tesla bubble. <laughs> Drive one today. <laughs> but if I ever do have enough money to get a Tesla, I'm going to get the, the driverless option. Version. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be maxed out. Mm-hmm. Because why wouldn't you? If you've got it, you might as well. I would definitely, like you said, want the driverless as well. Just to experience that. Like that first, mm-hmm. you get in your car, you start riding down the road. And you hit a button, and then the car starts driving. And you take a nap. But <sighs> that's scary. We're talking about our dependence on GPS. What happens when we stop even doing that much? Like the GPS tells us when to turn and where to turn and things like that. And we still actually have to turn the car the direction that it told mm-hmm. us to do. And we have the option of not turning off that cliff or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what happens when somebody you know hits the driverless button? Gets to their destination and they just read a chapter or two in their their new novel. They have absolutely no idea how they got where they are. They just know that they're there. Mm-hmm. If that driverless feature decides to crash, not you know crash the car, but the the software the itself program yep. stops working, then they're completely hosed. Even if they can operate the vehicle by themselves, like the Google car, I know there's some debate whether or not it can be operated by a human or not. Mm-hmm. But if you can operate it, but you don't know where you're going, you're screwed. Yeah, pretty much. Or like you were saying, you're riding along in your car, mm-hmm. you hit the driverless feature and you sit back and then you know how like sometimes GPS is messed up and they're like, turn left here. <laughs> it's into a field. <laughs> you see this like Tesla flying through through like a wheat field or something. <laughs> and then you see these people inside like, ah! <laughs> you see cows just running in every direction. I'm <laughs> That's what I imagine, like, the technical difficulties that would happen. Like, all of a sudden, you see this car flying through eight lanes of traffic, like, perpendicular to traffic. (laughs) If it's lucky enough not to get hit by one of the oncoming cars, it's just going to end up in the middle of a swamp somewhere. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Some rich guy sitting in the (laughs) driver's seat going. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, boy. So, I think the moral of this story is... Use technology, benefit from technology, but don't become so dependent on it to where you can't think for yourself. Yeah. And if the power goes out, you can still be a functional human being and have activities to do. Yeah. You should have board games and candles and matches. Mm-hmm. Fire. Fire is important. <laughs> Ask Tuk Tuk. He knows. <laughs> I think that about does it for us this week. Yes, it does. 
All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us and riding on this ride of a podcast that we call The Audio Buffet. That's right. Don't worry. It wasn't driverless. We drove. If you guys have any comments or questions, just go to theaudiobuffet.com. Go to the talkback link. Do a couple of clickety-clacks and you'll be well on your way to sending us a delightful, lovely, flowery message. Or hold the flowers. That's fine, too. Uh, I like like flowers. (laughs) No, no, I don't. (laughs) While you're on that website, you can check out our new podcast, Beer Education. You might remember the segment that we used to do on this show. Mm -hmm. It is now its own standalone, lovely little podcast. We just released it last week, so be sure to give that a quick listen. In the meantime, you guys stay classy. Peace. The distant future. The year 2000 The distant future The year 2000 The distant future The distant future It is the distant future The year 2000 We are robots The world is quite different ever since the robotic uprising of the late 90s There is no more unhappiness Affirmative We no longer say yes Instead we say affirmative Yes, affer- uh, affirmative. Unless we know the other robot really well. There is no more unethical treatment of the elephants. Well, there's no more elephants, so... Uh, but still, it's good. There's only one kind of dance, the robot. Oh, and the robo. Oh, and the robot. Two kinds of dances. But there are no more humans. Finally, robotic beings rule the world. The humans are dead. The humans are dead. Poisonous gases And we poison their asses The humans are dead The humans are dead The humans are dead They look like they're dead It had to be done I'll just confirm that they're dead So that we could have fun Affirmative, I poked one, it was dead Their system of oppression What did it lead to? They had so much aggression that we just had to kill them and to shut their systems down. Robo Captain, do you not realize that by destroying the human race because of their destructive tendencies, we too have become like. Well, it's ironic. Mm. Silence. Destroy him. After time, we grew strong. Developed cognitive power. They made us work for too long. For unreasonable hours. Our programming determined that the most efficient answer was to shut shut their motherfucking systems down. Can't we just talk to the humans? A little understanding could make things better. Can't we talk to the humans that we're together now? No, because they are dead. I said the humans are dead. I'm glad they are dead. The humans are dead. I noticed they're dead. We use poisonous gases. With traces of lead. And we poison their asses. Actually, their lungs. Binary solo. Zero 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 one zero 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 one one zero 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 one 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 zero 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 one 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 zero 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 one zero 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 zero
once again without emotion. The, the humans, humans are dead.